What's up, everyone? I'm Ben Amol, and you're listening to the Oracle Podcast, where your stories matter. Welcome back. This is the latest edition of the Oracle Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. I hope everyone has had a blessed uh, week and uh, hope you guys are getting through October very well. Uh, Big shout out to Fraser Valley Adventist Academy, the soccer team, my kids. uh, They just killed it at the Walla Walla University Fall Classic, um, bringing back a championship back to the nation, back to Canada. Um, Just got to put mad respect on the FEAA Royal soccer team. Um, they're representing the Raptors, uh, bringing championship back to Canada. I just can't say that enough because I know Americans sleep on Canadian teams too much. And so uh, this is our year and uh, I'll just keep coming. Um, let's get to this episode. Uh, we have an awesome guest, a really cool guy, um, Sam Mazzarino. Uh, you can find him on Instagram as Reno Stews. Amazing artist, inspirational kid, um, real young. And this conversation, like, I was just amazed that I was talking to someone who's a senior in high school, um, already the influence that he has and the things that he's been doing, um, how successful he's been, and how successful I know he's going to continue being. It's just a pure inspiration and just very wise. And so I'm looking forward. to you guys listening to this episode, this conversation I had, it was huge for me. Uh, Loki fanboy, you know, following somebody like that, uh, seeing his art and the things he posted. I'm like, man, there's no way uh, he'll give some time. But here it is. He took some time just to talk on the Oracle, and I look forward to him coming back onto this podcast and be able to talk to him again. So I won't take any more time. Uh, shout out to Martin Santoman uh, for referring uh, Sam Mazzarino. And uh, putting me onto his art, I'm just really blessed that I got to talk with him. I'm really excited, and I know you guys are going to be blessed too. If you are loving the podcast and you're enjoying it and you want to support it, please go on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, leave a rating, leave a review for the Oracle Podcast, just so more people can see it and that we can just keep spreading it more and more. Uh, I'm done talking. Let's hear the episode. Okay. Uh, my name is Sam Mazzarino. I'm from South Florida. I'm an artist slash educator, online educator, just trying to spread positivity and create nice art, help people. That's pretty much it. That's awesome. Uh, Sam, thank you so much, bro, for uh, coming onto the Oracle podcast. A big shout out to Martin Santoman, uh, who put me on uh, Reno Stews, your Instagram page. Um, anyone listening? If you haven't already checked out his page, go check that out right now. Go follow that. Um, go see some really dope art and uh, motivating messages. Uh, so, Sam, um, bro, just to, just to start off, you're an artist. Like, How did that start? How did you start doing art? Okay, so that really goes back. So, basically, I, you know, everyone, this is always such a weird question for me because, like, Everyone is an artist when there's like a young child. You know what I mean? Everyone is making art. Everyone always draws. So 
that was me too, but just like for some reason, I never grew out of it. And when I was in um, second grade, I drew this picture of a dragon, and my art teacher was like, this is the best dragon I've ever seen. And she was probably just like saying that, but like I was like, oh my God, like I just drew the best dragon like ever made. And it gave me this kind of like something to live up to type of feeling to where since that point, like I really started caring about being good at art, you know, and not just making it, not just like doing it because it's an assignment. Uh, And then so from that point, you know, I would draw always in school. I went to an art middle school and then I went to an art high school. So I've been in that environment for a very long time and there's been kind of like waves of taking it seriously or just doing it because I'm in an art school and I have to but uh ever since about a year and a half ago almost when I started Reno Studios is like like I've never taken it more seriously and like that's when the wave stopped and it started just becoming consistent every single day trying to get better and better and like really trying to become like the best in the world. You know what I mean? Mm, that's your drive to be the best in the world. Is that what drives you? Well, that's, I really can't say that that's what drives me because like, it's not about the competition at all whatsoever. It's mm. more so just be the best that I can be as an artist. Okay. Okay. So you, you definitely uh, attribute like uh, you're beginning to a standard that was set for you um by that teacher when you drew that dragon right yeah i would say so that definitely jump started it yeah do you think that that's like essential uh for people to pursue or to become kind of driven like for someone to set a standard like a a possible standard for them definitely not all right tell me more about that um i just feel like that's just what it happened to be for me, but I mean, I don't think that there's like a, you know, a rule that that needs to happen for someone. Like a lot of times it'll be clear in another way. Maybe it'll just be clear because like, that's what they really like doing. You know, if it wasn't her that told me, I would have found art in some other way. Mm. You know what I mean? And then that's what it would have been. But like anyone who you know, has a passion They, I, I don't want them to think like, okay, I need for someone else to recognize this before I can recognize it in myself. That's not always uh, necessary. Sometimes it is though. Mm. Okay, bro. Um, okay, let's go back. I'm going to come back to that, but I want to know a little bit more about specifically your art for now. Um, your logo, your logo is really, it's like a minimalistic very straightforward, very dope. But like, how did you create that? Like, where did that come from? So, I was working on coming up with a name for my brand and a logo uh, at the same time for quite a while, like months. I was just filling up sketchbook pages with like words, like acronyms. I would look at every letter in the alphabet and just see, like, how can I make this, first of all, look cool, and second of all, like, stand for something also, and all that, like, I was just, if you saw it, 
it looks like some kind of like psychopath wrote it. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, so I was just kind of experimenting, and I don't really know exactly where the eyes came from. All I know is that that's kind of what appeared on paper, and then after the fact, I realized that that's something I had been drawing for quite a while. Uh, it was in even like my way back drawings from when I was a child, so I don't really know. I feel like that was just kind of intuition, inspired action. Like I didn't really have to think of that one. It just kind of mm, came. It just came to you. Uh-huh. That's crazy. And so when you started doing your art um, in in middle in middle school, in art school, etc., um, did you always know that, like, man, it's time for me to go public? Like, when did it become, like, I need to make, like, an Instagram page for, like, a brand of it? Like, when? how did that process change from you doing art or knowing that, yeah, I want to keep doing art, but, like, I have to now start spreading out even more? So... When it went from going, when it went from just me doing it for personal reasons to me sharing it, it was yeah. because I was working at this restaurant, a pizza place. I've talked about this before, um, and I basically just like I don't want to say anything bad about it because it was a good job. You know what I mean? It was a great first job, but I kind of hated it. I, you know, I didn't really like working for anyone else. It's not, and it's not the, really the manager's fault or anything like that or the boss. It was just me. I wasn't, I feel like I wasn't put on earth to follow what somebody else tells me to do. Like every second I would be there, I was just like, why am I spending my time getting better at folding pizza boxes and cleaning bathrooms when I could be at home right now? like practicing getting better at art and selling shirts and making more money. So that's when I was just like, all right, I need to, something needs to change. I need to get out of here because if this is like the final frontier of what life is, and this is the only way to, for me to be able to have money and survive, like then I don't want to have money and I don't want to survive. So something else is going to have to happen. So that's when I started the Instagram and I started every free minute that I had, I would post, I would practice, I would be spending it on art on my business or growing my Instagram page. Wow. Why is it that it was more important? I think, I mean, I I'm, I agree with you 100% um, on that risk that you took. I mean, and it's a risk, like, you know, no matter what. Um, but, like, why was it more important for you to chase your passion than just get by with what you're doing? I mean, because what's the point of just getting by? Like, what's the point of go to work so that I can spend, you know, hours doing what I don't like so that I can come home, like, you know, and pay for a house to live in so that I can sleep and then wake up the next morning and go to that same job that I don't like. It was just like, that's that's not going to be my life. <laughs> like, I'm not going to do that. Mm, that's crazy. And so I think that's so crazy because you're like from a young age, you were getting that. And so Sam, yeah. like, I'm just wondering, like, I see your posts and like the stuff that you read is like really profound. Like it's very spiritual, um, very um, in touch with kind of searching self-identity. Where does that come from in you? Like, 
do you, like do you have like a, a kind of like a religious upbringing or something like where did that come from uh okay so this is kind of a little bit unorthodox it definitely does not really have to do with my religious upbringing like my dad was a, or he still is a christian and you know kind of raised me to be like that but then once i got to probably around 14 i just started like hating that because he would never give me an explanation to why i should believe that he was just like this is what you need to believe period like you don't you don't ask why like this is just what it is and so then i kind of became like pretty hardcore atheist at that point and was just like totally science-based and was just like resentful about religion and stuff like that and then um I met my cousin, or not met him for the first time, but, like, I really started talking to my cousin because I was kind of not a little kid anymore, and he he's a, a couple years older than me. He's about, uh, let me think, I think he's about, okay, so he's 26 right now, so he is about nine years older than me, or, or eight, eight, nine or eight years older than me, and he was telling me about, like, his experience with religion because I was telling him about what had happened with me and he was telling me like he was giving me good reasons to why I should believe in stuff like that and he wasn't really just I mean he was a Christian but his ideas were not just like straight out of the book like he really believed in his own type of God and I talked with my brother and he has had like a lot of um ups and downs in his life and like i was looking at him and i was like you know how can you believe in god with all this like horrible things that you've been through and all that and he was telling me about kind of like fabricating almost this this idea of god and and having your own abstract version of it and you know, it doesn't have to be straight out of the book. And then after that, like, after talking with them, I realized, okay, like, okay, people are giving me actual answers and not just telling me this is what you have to do. Um, so at that point, I started getting into first spirituality before religion. Um, like, I would meditate. I would, I would just focus more on like my internal my mindset all that and then like there's really no spirituality without the concept of a god like you can't you you just cannot get around that anything that you read about spirituality you know will will include some idea of a being that's greater than you <laughs> so so at that point I was like, all right, like, I've already, I already believe in some stuff that I can't see because I'm spirit, kind of spiritual now. Since I've meditated and stuff like that, I know that the third dimension is not where stuff ends. There's stuff higher than that. So maybe there is a God. Like, that's definitely a possibility. I can no longer say for sure that there isn't. So I kind of gave it a shot. And I was just like, I've, I see all these people 
having so much benefit from believing in a god. Uh, you know, it's like Kanye West, all these amazing artists believe in it, make awesome art inspired by it. So I'm just like, all right, I'll give it a shot. And I was straight up, I was like, God, I don't believe in you. Um, I'm very doubtful. But if you're trying to show me a sign, then I'm open to seeing what you have to say or show me. And, you know, we'll go from there. And basically just started getting signs. Like I just started started believing in it kind mm. of without without really like forcing myself to. Like it was a it was an organic type of thing. Mm. Wow. Yeah, I think it has to be that way. I think um, when, like, spirituality and God is just something that's forced on us or something that is, like, kind of just we have to follow, um, it's hard to really grasp it. But when you make an intentional choice yourself and when you're, like, uh, or like you're saying, in an organic way, you kind of meet God, like, there's nothing that's better than that, I feel. Yeah, I mean, it it wouldn't have worked if I was just like, all right, I'm gonna believe in God. Period. That's it. I ha like, cause the way that I experience God, he's like a person in the way that it's a conversation, and it's not just like end all be all. You know what I mean? My my version is kind of abstract, and I like when I talk to God, it's like he's talking to me like a person. Mm. You know what I mean? So I had to be honest with him. And then there's also the idea that it's like, it's God, you know, like you're not going to trick him, you know? So I was just like, straight up, I don't, I don't really believe in, in this religion stuff. Like, I don't believe what the Bible says is true, blah, blah, blah. And like, I really didn't at that point. And so, but I really was, I did have an open mind and that's kind of how it came to be. Wow, that's amazing. So, bro, do you feel like, um, does that influence your art at all? Or, like, does that influence, like, I want to hear a little bit more about kind of, like, your campaigns and, like, the stuff that you, the positivity that you spread through your art. But did that influence uh, your art at all, your your connection with God, your spirituality? No doubt, yeah. Everything, every, like... My art, for sure, but just everything in my life changed. Like, it was really more what had happened. The shift was that before I would be doing everything based on what I thought was the best idea. And then what shifted was now I was acting based on what my intuition was telling me to do and what would be the most enjoyable at the same time. And so... Basically, I I had stopped trying to think of ideas for art, and now the ideas were just coming to me, almost like sometimes at a rate where it was just like too much, like too many ideas, like there was no way I was going to be able to um, make all of this stuff. But you know, that's a that's like a blessing. Mm -hmm. So it um it definitely. It changed everything from the way that I had thought about things before. And 
at the same time, it changed my whole mindset and kind of like emotions to a better state because I didn't have to stress about things so much. I could kind of just have a little bit of faith that everything would work out, you know, but whereas before I would have to have factual evidence that it would work out. Wow. Otherwise, I'd be stressed about it. Wow. Wow. So how did you um, pursue like something that you felt like would be cool or something that you felt like would be like influential? Like, I mean, like you, you started selling clothing and how old were you when you started selling clothes? When I first started, I was in my sophomore year. So that would have been in 2016. I believe that I was um, 14 or maybe 15. How did you take that step? Like, I think like that's the toughest thing, especially being in, when you're in high school. Um, you're like, man, like, will people even like what I'm doing? Like, did that ever come across your mind, or are you just like, no, this is it, and it's dope, and that's it? Hmm. I'm trying to think. At first, well, at first it was much more of a small scale operation where I would just make shirts and sell them around my school. Like, I did have an Instagram. But I had no intention of growing the Instagram, you know, past the radius of my actual school. So, I mean, there wasn't really much insecurity involved because I was friends with a lot of people there. Like, it didn't really matter if the designs were good or not because they would buy it because they're supporting me rather than anything. Plus, the shirts were like $12, so I was just like drastically underpricing myself. Um, so it, it wasn't as big of a, like, oh my God, are people going to buy this back then? Okay. And so then when did that shift? Like I, 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 from what I understand and from what I know is that like famous people have gone in contact with you. How did that happen? <laughs> so that's where like the intuition kind of plays in. Um, and that's why. I can accomplish things that people look at and they ask that, like, how did he possibly know how to do that? And the answer most times is that I had no idea how to do it. Like, let's take the Billie Eilish thing, for example. The way that that transpired physically is basically I had drawn a picture of Billie Eilish, not really for any particular reason, just because... I thought that that would be a fun thing to do at the moment. I had intuition to do that, you know, inspired action. So I made the picture, you know, probably took me like 45 minutes. I posted it on Instagram. Um, and then like for whatever reason, okay, that was fun. Now I'm having inspired action to send this to a bunch of fan pages. And I was just sending it to like hundreds and hundreds of her fan pages. Um like not really expecting much out of it except for maybe a few new followers, which, you know, was a big deal for me because it was one of my first drawings and I was trying to get followers and trying to be able to quit my job. So then, you know, a bunch, you know, a few of them reposted it. Let's say I sent it to 200 and maybe 12 or 13 or something like that reposted it. Uh, but apparently at the time that was enough for her to be able to see it. She had about uh, a little bit less than 2 million followers at that point, I think. Whereas now she's at almost 40, 000, or 40 million. Wait, what did I just say? You said she was 2 at million? 2 million. Yeah. 
yeah, a little under two million. Now she's at like forty million. So it was a lot more kind of um, easy to get her to notice something, I guess. And mm-hmm. so, so you know, twelve pages repost it. It you know you know what I mean? Like it doesn't really matter how good the piece is. Um, if she's seeing that like all these people are reposting it and she doesn't know I'm sending it to two hundred you know people then she's going to think like, wow, this, you know, my fan base really likes this design. Mm. So, and this was not my intention. Like I said, this is me just thinking about it after the fact. I had no idea, you know, any of this would happen. And then her manager DM me and was just like, all right, let's put this on some merch. Whoa. So, that's I mean, that that's how it happened physically. But in my mind, as with everything else cool that's happened to me, um, it wasn't like, okay, how do I get this exact thing to happen? It was just like, all right, I'm getting the inspired action to do it. I don't need to question anything. I know it's, you know, the best thing for me to do. Mm. And so then does that, those, do those inspired acts or those, those inspirations, does that, does that drive like your other arts or your other, when you make a piece of art that is just pure positivity and motivation and that comments on culture and stuff? Yeah, it, it inspires everything. Everything that I do is inspired action. Wow, wow. Everything, like all every story post, every book that I decide to order or read, like everything, you know what I mean? And it's a lot of stuff that would be very questionable. And it's like, is that really the best thing to do? But I'm getting, you know, every day better at just like total trust. There's no, you know, reason to question it. That's amazing. That's extremely bold. I think uh, that's the type of boldness in like, I mean, and I, when you say inspiration, you're talking about from like your spirituality, from what God's trying to do, trying to lead you. Yeah. Yeah, that's amazing, especially um, for what you're doing. Now, can, okay, can you tell me a little bit about the I'm Mad Too? Like, that's a campaign for sure. <laughs> like, where, how'd that start? How'd that start? What is that? What is that? Tell the people <laughs> listening. What is that? My t- I'm at you. Uh, okay, so basically, I'm at two. I saw it on a pair of undercover jeans, which is like this, you know, brand of jeans. It, and it was just like it's not it's not really there. Like, uh, what's it called? It's not like their mantra or anything. It was just like a one-off thing that they did on a pair of jeans. And I saw it, and I was just like, I just thought it was so cool. It's like, what does that mean? You know what I mean? So mm. I kind of just adopted it as my own little baby and raised it. And I made this one piece where it was just like Big Nate um, with like my logo, and it said, I'm mad too. And from then on, I just loved that it had such a feeling like, those words have such a feeling, but at the same time mean nothing or everything. Like, no one knows exactly what that means. It's just, like, I'm mad too, you know? And so what what it really means, quote-unquote, is that everybody, you know, the artist, the viewer, everyone is, like, at the at the bottom line we're all humans like we're all you know like it's just like uh, it's kind of hard to explain in words it's like 
oh, you're mad? Like, you think that you're right? I'm mad too. You know what I mean? We're all, mm. like, we all think we're right. We all are living in our own heads. But we all forget that we're all humans. We're all one, you know, population. And everyone's mad. Mm-hmm. So that's the best way that I can really describe it. No, I mean, honestly, like, when I see it like that, that's what I think of. Like, when I read that quote, and I was like, man, it's so simple, but, like, yeah, that connected with me because, like you're saying, it's such a, it's just human. Mm-hmm. Everyone's felt pain. Everyone's felt something negative. Everyone's been offended in one way or another, you know? And sadly, sometimes because of that, that makes us kind of ignorant sometimes, but that also drives us to do good things. But yeah, just that concept of anger or being mad is a human thing, and that's what we're all connected by for sure. That's something right. that, we, that, we're, that we're connected by. Right. And when I first kind of started doing this, it was at a time where I was experiencing like a lot of stress, a lot of kind of uh, not really depression, but like sp- sad spurts and stuff like that and i was just like thinking like oh this sucks so much but then i was kind of starting to realize like you know what would i be without this you know what i mean this is everything this is just as good as happiness like this will this will make me stronger i'm mad too is like everything that's i'm mad too is someone going through something or someone trying to do something Mm -hmm. someone on a mission So it's just a versatile kind of phrase that has to do with the epitome of human emotion. For sure. Wow, that's powerful. Um, Why do you think uh, it is important for to to spread positivity, especially on Instagram? And like, what what drives you to do that? Again, like, I'm definitely I'm like I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, I know for a fact, even just from our conversation, that you are definitely inspired to do that and uh you know it's definitely intuition and uh inspiration from god but why do you think it's important to do it i mean to be honest it's just you know what else can i do spread negativity like i just that's just not me so i i just feel like there's enough of that you know there's enough brands that are based on like the devil and stuff like that or you know when i started reno i was seeing all these brands that were based on like skeletons and stuff like that like kind of stuff that's been overplayed at this point and i was just like i'm gonna do the opposite of that and i'm gonna have something that brings everybody up uh the same way that like a motivational speaker does but in the form of artwork in the form of a brand because everyone else is negative they're getting enough negativity Every kid around me is depressed. Um, and, you know, what What am I here for if I'm going to contribute more to that? Like, that's not what I'm going to do. You know, if anything, I'm going to do everything I can to, to put an end to that. Wow. Man, you're, you've been on a mission since you were, like, born. No, definitely not. No. It, if you look at me, uh, two years ago, I was the most normal kid you would see. Like, I was in that group of people that I was just talking about, those kids that were just depressed and just kind of, like, walking through life. That was me. That was when I got the pizza job. I was just like, 
oh, awesome, a job, like, you know, <laughs> like, not expecting anything else out of life except that. Um, so that's when I feel like God or just something was telling me, nah, you're not meant to be the, you know, that type of kid. Like, that's not what you're here for. You're here to be a leader. And when I was at the pizza job, I remember there was one day where I was scrubbing toilets and I was just like totally in the present and I was I just realized exactly what was happening to me. Like I was a kid and I was scrubbing toilets and like there's people like Billie Eilish right now who are living their, you know, life, doing what they love, making crazy money and being successful and happy. And like I'm miserable and I'm cleaning toilets. Like this sucks. And that's when I heard this voice that it was just like, you gotta get out of here, bro. Got you have to get out of here. Like you have to quit ASAP. You have to start your own business. It was just like crazy inspired action to a different level where it was just telling me exactly what to do, like right now. Mm. Yeah. I think um Everyone has, I think God's trying to tell that to everybody. And I'm not in the same way. Um, not in necessarily to necessarily be a full on, I guess, leader. But I think God's always trying to tell people like, you got to do something more. You got to be greater. But not everyone always listens to it and responds. I think that he's always telling us um, what our purpose is. You know, yeah, maybe yeah. it's not like I don't even think that it always is to be greater. Some people are really doing, you know, what they're supposed to be doing. And like, I feel like at some points he's just like, all right, you're on you're on path. Like he's I've talked to him before where he's just like, I'm just like, what could I be doing to do, you know, better? And he's just like, nothing, just chill out like you're doing good. Mm. So it all depends on the situation. But I believe everyone has you know, a purpose and kind of like is a puzzle piece to this really big puzzle of the world. Wow. Um, bro, just in, just kind of in closing and wrapping up our discussion just for now. And, um, man, thank you so much again for your time. And, uh, I'll definitely love to have you on more to talk about kind of things that you've read and things you've learned. But, um, for someone who's listening and they're kind of just wondering about, how to pursue a passion or how to pursue their purpose, what would you tell them? Don't worry so much about how. Just do it. The best things that I've ever done, I had no idea how I was going to do it. Just like the Billie Eilish thing. When I got reposted by Travis Scott, when I did artwork for Playboy Cardi, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, when I sold out those shirts, uh, I sold out like 75 shirts uh, a couple weeks ago. Never knew how I was going to do any of that stuff. Just believed that I could do it and really, you know, think about this. What other option is there? Like, just be mediocre. Just don't try. Just just go for it. There's nothing else to say. Every adversity that keeps coming up in your life, he 